Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stuff Said, the show where I, Greg Shegel, talk to people in the world of comics, cartooning, and beyond. Today, we return to a format we've tried once before, a group show with the, uh, I guess we're ripping off Mad Magazine when I say the usual gang of idiots, but we got to come up with something else, but we are a bunch of idiots. I'm going to have them introduce themselves. I don't like this introduction at all, but I'm keeping it. Because we're recording, we're going live. So everybody from from uh, we're going clockwise from my left, introduce yourself. And since this is immediately following Thanksgiving, I want to know what you're thankful for. Hello, this is Chris Giarusso. First off, I would like to agree. Hey, you guys aren't supposed to say anything until you're introduced. <laughs> First of all, I agree with Greg. This introduction is horrible. Yes. <laughs> you should re-record it. What should it be instead? You know what? Save that. What are you thankful for? The unusual gang of idiots, first of all. Right? Sure. I am thankful. Well, you know, I didn't, you didn't give me enough time to think about what I'm thankful for. Well, got, Thanksgiving gotcha was media. last week. Yeah. I forgot all that stuff. That was a week ago. All right. Then every, all right. What are you thankful for? Thankful for uh, the support of good friends and family and uh, my health. That that was good. Uh, My name is Brian Smith. I am thankful for... Jacob, should we cheer over his intro now? You guys did that ruined mine. I'm not excited about him. Yeah, who is? Uh, I am thankful for uh, my family. And my friends, and Christy Russo, in particular. Yeah, just totally. And Christy Russo's health. He totally ripped me off, got me angry, and your, then you saved it at the end. Your health, not my own. How about you, number three? Hello, Greg. How Hello. are you? Who are you? I'm Jacob Shabbat. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for ice cream and money. <laughs> wow. Nailed it. That's fair. And I'm Greg Shegel, and I'm thankful that you guys came here without me having to go to you. I think we should start this whole thing over again. Why? I don't know, man. It's a weird energy. Things are just not coalescing. Yeah. I want to change mine to ice cream and money, too. Yeah, come on. Do we get a do-over? That's way better. Do-overs? Look, just no, because I'm consistently nailing it every let's keep time. keep going. <laughs> We're not going to get... Well, no, look. Jacob had you a slight advantage. advantage. Let's operate from this point forward as if we had started all over from the beginning. Well, Jacob but has, never change anything. Jacob has the advantage if he got to go last. The order is going to change as the questions come up. Oh, you see? Yes. I just wanted everybody to introduce themselves. I thought it would be fun to be thankful for once. Yeah, guys. Come on. I think the only thing more irritating than having to tell people what you're thankful for is listening to other people say yeah. what they're thankful for. I literally, like, my fists we were are, clenched that entire well, time. We have hit the ground be, running. I got to say, I expected you guys to be funnier. <laughs> well. All right. Let's catch up. We did this once before in May. It was right after Free Comic Book Day. Yes. It's been several months. It seems like yesterday. It is. Yeah, That's because we talk to yeah. each other all the time. But we actually haven't spoken to each other in a while. So I think since Thanksgiving, I haven't had like a real conversation with any of you guys. So let's catch up. What's going on? What has happened since May? Who? Oh, Brian Smith. Sorry. Well, no, you went. You went. That's right. Well, you, you said it so softly. I'm not even sure that it came on the. It, it got. Pit. I'm hearing it through the. Uh, it was tender. It was very tender. Yeah. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Wait till I say your name. I'll be calling out tenderness <laughs> throughout the yeah. duration of the show. Since Free Comic Book Day, what, yeah, have, what since have I May. been up to? What's what? What are the highlights previously on Smitty? Well, Free Comic Book Day was a blast. Bring make a, a little fun. closer to your mouth. There you go. Free Comic Book Day was a blast. Nice, perfect. And uh, we also did the all together. We did the uh, Comic Book City Convention in Acme. At Acme, Acme Comics put that on in Greensboro, yeah. North Carolina. And that, too, was a, a riot where I think I concussed myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which That's happened. True. In the haunted hotel. Yeah, in the, in the hotel, which was ghost-laden. Ghost uh, you say ghost-laden, not haunted. No, yeah, ghost-laden. Okay. I watch one of those shows on TV. And that's how they call them? Where the, the people, like, uh, you know, they're bored on a Friday night, and they're all like, hey, we're all paranormal investigators now. Like, that's, <laughs> like, a real thing you could decide you are. Yeah. And uh, ghost-laden is the term that they prefer. Me, also, man. like... Right, because they might just be hanging out. They're not necessarily, like, out haunting. there. Yeah, they're yeah. not haunting anyone. They're just... Why not just call it ghosty? Or ghosted. Ghosted? Yeah. Poltergeists? Poltergeists. Yeah, poltergeists. They're the worst. How about poultry geese? That's what I just said. I just said poultry geese. <laughs> so anyway, we stayed in the haunted hotel, and I uh, I stood do up you, do you too speak quickly in the bathroom. Portuguese, poultry geese. You said too quickly, perhaps because of a fright. Oh, it could have been. I could have been. Uh, oh, you got startled. I could have been coerced by uh, a spirit from beyond. But I, I hit my head Demon. on the towel rack, and uh, was not quite towel right rack myself. Or towel rod, like a rack. Demon. Demonic, right? Like, the, like, yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Anyway, we had a good time at that show. It was good to see all those guys down there. Uh, the convention was a success. I hope they do it again. And Up I've been in the room, man. Stuff of legend. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty big news. Stuff of legend. We got our screenwriters attached. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunson. Uh, so have you read the script? Fame. What's up? We have not read a script. What? Uh, they're, they're currently working on the script. But when you get the script, you get to give notes, right? You get to say, no, I want this no, change. No, 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 no. Come on. No. Aren't you directing this movie? No. No, what? surprisingly not. Uh, it, it is uh, going to be a film made by the Disney Corporation. Who Never own, heard of them. Who own everything <laughs> at this point. But, they own uh, Indiana Jones. Is Indiana Jones going to show up? In the stuff of legend, I can't tell you that. Come on, because yeah. it's going to happen. You can't reveal it. Yeah, exactly. Non-disclosure agreements. I understand. Now right. we're we're stoked. These guys wrote the Saw films, and they are uh, they are very into the stuff of legend. We're excited to have them on board, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're just keeping our fingers crossed and hoping for the best that everything continues to go as well as it has. Did I ever tell you that the time I was at the gym and I heard these two guys talking about the Saw movies, and the one trainer guy was talking about all the Saw movies he'd seen? Uh huh. It was. I think there were four or five at the time. He's like, I saw Saw 1, Saw Saw 2. I didn't see yeah. Saw. Th- it was ridiculous. <laughs> you should you should start a podcast called Saw Saw. It was like a Dr. Seuss book. It's like people life. that saw Saw and what they saw. <laughs> or seen Saw? Was he what, doing what a bit or was he no, just having they a were real having conversation? A, they were talking about movies. And then holding on a That other guy really wanted to know which of the series oh, his friend had seen. You get two yeah. grade school kids to watch the Saw movies on a seesaw. And you call it Seesaw Saw Saw. <laughs> we should just stop this now and yeah, record yeah. that. And it's like they all like you only can talk when you're at the top or the bottom of the seesaw. Oh. You know? Yeah. I mean, what else is going on with me? That's not actually happening with me. That's just something I, ta- I thought of right now. If this is the you know, we're winging it across yeah. the board. That's it. Yeah. All right. That's that's my perfectly lovely wife fair. Sarah is doing very well. I didn't ask you about your wife Sarah. Well, I like to mention her because that's... she's lovely. Um. 
Yeah. Looking forward to Christmas. We were down in Virginia that makes for one Thanksgiving. Of us. <laughs> Greg, you don't like Christmas? I don't celebrate Christmas. Why not? Because he's a ghost. Who cares? <laughs> Who even cares? Because I'm a good, 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 good. Look, know, Hanukkah happened. It's over. Because you're a, wait, wait, you're a bah true? humbug. Is Hanukkah already beyond? It's, yeah. it's gone? Yeah, man. Hanukkah, this was the big year. It, was at the, it started. Thanksgiving is late. It started the same day as Thanksgiving. It was the first time in like a billion yeah. years. They, wait, call wait, wait. It, they call it the random holiday How because did... it's, it just happens randomly well, every, every year. Here's they don't is. find out. Allow until me to explain. It was an educational yeah, Does portion. it like sneak up on you? Like, no. holy, it's, it's halfway done, and I didn't even the know. The Jewish it. calendar. You yeah. don't find out until the holiday draft, no, which listen, is in January. I learned this recently. <laughs> I can actually explain this. The Jewish calendar is a, on a lunar cycle, whereas the, um, you know, the modern calendar, the Western calendar, is on a solar cycle. So you're all werewolves. So there's just a different number of, like the the calendar's different. So Werewolf when they say it's like, because when it, so when it's Rosh Hashanah and they say it's year fifty-seven, blah blah blah, that's because it's on that calendar. I always thought that was Star Trek. It's also Star Trek. Okay, good. Yeah. So all the Jewish holidays move around throughout the year. They're never the same day. So Hanukkah moves. It shifts depending on where it falls on the Hebrew calendar. Oh. Not on the American calendar. It's not like. Father's Day, which is the third Sunday in June. I think we need to start all over again. It's this like a zone defense. Educational. It's like a zone defense. Yeah. So anyway, this year Hanukkah fell. The first night of Hanukkah was Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Whoa. And that doesn't happen for another, I think, 7,000 years or something. What are you going to do the next time? Rise from the grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my plan. I don't yeah. know about anybody else. <laughs> altered beast. Yeah. That's going to be the new uh, great miracle. Uh, what else is going on with me? Now we're done with you. What? Jacob. Yes. Bring us up to speed. What's up? Um, I drew some stuff. We'll come stuff. back to you, Smitty. But hey. we're done with you at this point. Okay. Time. I drew some stuff. I ate some sandwiches. What uh, kind of sandwiches? Uh, a lot of peanut butter. Peanut okay. butter and jelly. What flavor jelly? Strawberry, usually. Interesting. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I like cherry. That's extravagant. Cherry, Cherry jelly. jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Or preserves, you know. I've never seen that in the store. I'll show you. I got it in the fridge. I'll show I'm you I'm just pretty standing with the jelly, but I have like three or four different kinds of peanut butter. Greg butters. makes it himself. He just takes what? a bunch of maraschino cherries and crushes like creamy, them. Creamy, crunchy. Crushes All natural creamy, all natural crunchy. There, I got honey, honey roasted. Uh, that cinnamon raisin swirl peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter. So you have a lot of your money tied and up in peanut hot, butter. Like a hot, spicy peanut butter. Yes. I have a full peanut butter Bucade. collection. You might want to diversify your investments. Yeah. What, into jellies? Strawberry's almond, fine. Almond butter? Fine cashew butter? I was thinking cherry. <laughs> cherry butter? Cherry jelly. It can happen. You can make apple butter. Uh, I How many people a... who listen to this show to hear people talk about comics are exhausted? Right now. I'm sure the in this diagram, room? people who like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and comic books, it's a pretty big intersection. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I would say that we're, we're covering common ground. I think people that listen to comic book podcasts are so tired of comic book related talk that this Uh-oh. is a refreshing. Oh, boy. What? Oh, wait. I, got I also book. read oh, some comic books there. What did <laughs> you draw? What did you, what, uh, we're going to talk about what you, you draw anything uh, that you're excited about? Uh, you Hello Kitty. Did you, did you draw more Voltron this year or no? Not yet, but maybe. I All haven't right. signed the work order yet. Oh. But, oh. yeah, probably. And then you're drawing 
a Simpsons story. Yes. That's very exciting. It is exciting. That's like big time, big time. Is it big time? I'm the just Simpsons? excited because I like The Simpsons. Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> saying it's big time. It's a well-loved thing by yeah. people. Yeah, now you can look forward to questions like, you created The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did create Hello Kitty, right? Yeah, and SpongeBob. Yeah. And all, all sorts of other things. Voltron. Awesome. Perfect. Chris, catch us up. What's new and exciting? Yeah, what sandwiches have you eaten? A lot of turkey sandwiches. And not just because we just recently had Thanksgiving and I have leftovers, because I don't. Spoiler right. alert. <laughs> um, yeah, we were going to get to that at the end of the show. What yeah. your turkey situation was? Uh, uh, let's see. I last, drew. What? Last time we recorded, you had you had completed G Man. It was out. Completed it. Uh huh. What have you done it, since? Completed it. Completed it. For since. All time? Well, no, G-Man no, Volume uh, 3. I completed the third volume. And Coming that was, home. Well, that had just gone on sale. Right on. Um, what's the question? What have you been up to? <laughs> wow. I'm working on other various projects. Magic on him. Turkey in the brain. <laughs> yeah. What, do you got the itis? That's what they call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am still... Uh, I'm working on Captain Comic Book. I don't know if I talked about that last time. I don't think you did. That is a comic book about a guy who gets... Well, I don't want to spoil it. Please, speak. <laughs> Chris, speak slower. Well... Oh, my God. <laughs> We're never getting out of here. It's it's a, a comic book sponsored by a literacy group. They want to hand it out to kids in schools. Mark Sumrak is writing it. I, I'm drawing it. When does this thing uh, reach the public? I, I don't know. And it's the kind of thing that it's not any, and nobody listening to this podcast will hear about it after this podcast because it's like a local Ohio thing. And I know you have no listeners in Ohio. I don't know. I'm sure there's some. Um, if you're in Ohio, let us know. Illyria, Ohio. The Illyria Comic Book Initiative. If the guy is behind this. If you're involved with that, let us know. All right. I'll put a link up. Sure. I applaud real loud. We can hear him right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Applaud really loud, and we'll right. be able to hear you through the podcast. I heard it. You and I work together on the comic that's appearing on Emerald City Comic Con. That's I would have completely forgotten about that, but yes, uh, the Emerald, the Emerald City, City Crusader Chronicles. Crusader Chronicles. You did forty-eight pages of that. And by work together, I would I would expand on that and say you came up with all the ideas and wrote everything. I listened to you talk about them on the phone and said, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was the role I played in that. Magic. Uh, you know what? We can argue that all day long. Um, but in the same vein, I still draw the Tales from the Con comic strip that appears at EmeraldCityComicCon.com. With Brad Every Geiger. Week. Brad Geiger writes it. He's a great guy. He's he funny. Guy. He's got a podcast now. He's got his own podcast, or he was just on a different podcast? No, started, I went looking for it, and I couldn't find it. Because of his Give Kickstarter. Give us the scoop. I'm going to scoop it. Due to his Kickstarter to get his webcomics handbook done, one of the stretch goals, and I don't know I know the phrase stretch goal. I really don't know how they work, was he would release a new podcast. But this one's called Webcomics Confidential, and he talks to people in webcomics. Huh. It's not dissimilar from stuff said. Different voice, different 
it's much he more. Does have a nice voice. Talk. He's got a great voice. And the first episode is up, and it, they talk about Kickstarter, and it's a really good conversation. There's Brad some stuff has, in there. Brad has the best voice in comics. I think so. And maybe all of broadcasting. Whoa. I, w- I would. Whoa. Yep. An argument could be made that releasing podcasts is not broadcasting because there is no broadcast signal. It's all downloaded. What? <laughs> yeah. If but you were to compare Brad's voice to that of the, to that of the audio. most the most uh, celebrated broadcasters what in history, about that homeless dude that they found on the street, and he's got this crazy magic voice, and they put him on TV. You know what I'm talking about? No, but Thank Brad has the best news. voice of all humans ever. Mm. All right, you heard it here first. I drew a Hello Kitty story. When's that re- getting released? I don't know. All but, right. Uh, that Probably was some, that was a uh, speaking of collaborations. That was a collaboration with Jacob. Who's that? Jacob Shabbat. Okay. Mm. We spoke to earlier. Who also drew some Hello Kitty stuff yeah, that yeah. he wrote. Um, they asked me to do a Hello Kitty story, and I didn't couldn't come up with any ideas. So Jacob came up with one. I didn't want to draw it. It was the perfect. There you go, folks. Team that's, that's how collaboration works. I didn't want to write it. He didn't want to draw it. That's I, almost how the Emerald City Crusaders thing happened, right? Speaking. Um, like you were approached about writing it and you said, I said I'll write no, it with Greg. I said, yeah, I said, no way. <laughs> I said, I will talk to somebody on the phone and listen to their ideas if you want. <laughs> and match made in heaven. The rest is uh, history. Speaking of collaborations, yeah, I also just finished drawing... Uh, a comic strip for Oh Yeah Comics, the monthly comic book published by Art Baltazar and Franco and Chris Smits. Yes. I don't want to get that I, wrong. I know. It's easy, I confuse him in my head with Chris Sims. Which is understandable. It is understandable. But, Chris Smits, but Chris Smits is... Um, he's a huge fan of Chris Fair, uh, Fairbanks. The cartoonist, not the not uh, the, the comedian. The comedian, okay. Not, no, no, no. I got that wrong. The president. So many Chris's in this conversation. Chris Fairbanks is a comedian. It's very that, funny. Yeah, that's not the guy I'm thinking of. Who's the nerdist guy? Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Chris Smith. Host of everything. Chris Smith's huge fan of Chris Hardwick. Host of everything. That's how I remember him. That's how I keep him separate from Chris Smith. Yeah, not host Sims. of everything. Not. Chris Sims and Chris Smith's this Chris is Hardwick off. do not host everything. <laughs> we are totally off the rails. I am. Yeah. That story that I drew <laughs> was written by Stephen Mayer, our friend at Acme Comics. Yeah. And Acme Comics Presents and Comic Book City Con oh my God. and Comic Book City. I'm exhausted. Mm. And that's what I've been up to. Good night. Great job. Well, I just won a uh, – well, I didn't win. I got honorable mention in a cookie baking contest. So – Congratulations. Chew on that, What cookie America. did you go with? I went with the Cracker Jack cookie that I called oh. the Jacked Cracker. No E's. I replaced all the E's with apostrophes. Mm. So it was Jack, apostrophe D, crack, apostrophe R- R-S. Are we going to get a look at this box, this cracked ja- Jacked Cracker art? I can put it up on the site, sure. Put it it in the the notes, the show notes. Show notes. You'll see my my sweet logo for Jacked Crackers. I thought you were going to make the corn dog cookies. I was going to make the corn dog cookies, but it became a question of uh, food safety. 
Do you want cooked hot dogs out for more than two, Uh-oh, three hours? Because they're so sharp when you finish them? Yes. Yeah. Cut off your mouth with <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sharp hot dog chunks. Yeah, bleed. Bacteria. Right. I don't want to get everybody sick. Now, that said, I did try a two-day-old cookie. Dr. Jekyll style. I tested it on myself. Mm-hmm. I did not get sick, but the texture was not as good as it was the day I made them. Mm. So that's when I switched it off to uh, the Jack Cracker. Question from Chris, who raises his hand, which nobody can see. People listening to this. Do you, do you have any leftover cookies for us to sample? I only have raw cookie dough. But at some point, I will bake a new batch of Jack Crackers. Okay. All right. What'd you win? With his honorable uh, uh, signed, a signed cookbook. That's pretty the good. The Robicelli Bakery. Mm-hmm. Poisonalized. Yeah. I'm in the game, guys. Did you get like a ribbon? Or Congratulations. A I got a certificate with my name misspelled on it. <laughs> Do they, one well, G, one G and Greg. One G and the last name or, is also misspelled. One G at the end of the Greg? Yes, and at the beginning. Yeah. That'd be funny if they doubled up in the front. <laughs> That'd be great. It's like a regular Tony the Tigre. Yeah. All right, so now that we're all caught up, I want to start with a question for the group. Shoot. And it is comics-related sort. It's cartooning-related. It's actually a question I thought of after I talked to Smitty many moons ago. A question I was going to ask you and I never got to, but it actually applies to everybody. You right there, Chris? Yes. Okay. You're making weird faces that nobody else could see. (laughs) They are weird. I'll back you up on that. Yeah. That might be an edit. This is just what I look like. So I'm going to ask the question to Smitty, but it applies to everybody. I'm going to expand it. Mm. So as a, we all at a certain point decided we were going to be cartoonists. We we're going to draw for a living. Now your parents, Smitty, are like almost like like Sesame Street. Who are the people in your neighborhood type people? Your dad was a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Your mom's a teacher. Yes. Like those are real jobs, like legit jobs. Yes. Paycheck. It's like a, a job people understand. Yes. And to that extent. Chris, your parents, teachers, worked in a school. Correct. Right? And Jacob, your family were farmers. Well, my dad was also a mailman, and my mom was a nurse. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. So when you present, I mean, when it comes up, I don't know when you necessarily decided to do this for a living, how do your parents or how did your families react to, wait, you want to do what? Or was that not a reaction? Or was it, were you drawing from such a young age that they thought, yeah, this makes perfect sense, go for it? I'd say it's closer to the second. I mean, like, my, my parents were really super supportive of me trying to make this happen in my life. You know, and little things along the way, like uh, getting the internship at Marvel and then, like, working on that side of the desk, you know, uh, that helps to show them that, like, you know, not everybody who does this professionally is, you know, sitting alone in the dark and, like, wondering when the next paycheck's going to come. Like, there are ways to work in this in, in this industry and you know have a steady paycheck and benefits and whatever else so I think that like those types of experiences just help them kind of see the possibilities and then so when you transition from something like that to you know being one of these people that sits home in the dark and draws funny things all day uh, they understand it better there's a more comprehensive view of what cartooning entails and your, and your dad helped publish uh, uh Wishful stinking, right? No, he didn't. I no. thought he was like, "Let's do this. Let's let's. I want to help you." No, he was very supportive morally, but you know, I, I, yeah, that was all my own money. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember. I thought it was he was supportive to the point. Where he's like, "I want to help." Thanks, you. Dad. 
I want to help you publish this thing. <laughs> it's not too late to contribute, Dad. Send me a check. I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, I know. He Absolutely. listens to your podcast. Does he? That'd be amazing. I know. He's calling in right now. Oh, I turned off the the, the line. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Now you you, as we've discussed on on your episode, were a math major. So your decision to Nerd. become a cartoonist came a bit later, where there might have already been an expectation on you to do one thing, and then you switch the game. Well, I, don't, I never had a conversation with my parents, like, with them, with me having to justify, like, here's my plan, and then and getting approval from them. Right. It never came, it was, maybe the only conversation ever was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. And the, the typical, like, oh, we have plenty of time to figure that out in college. You'll figure it out, you know. Um, and when, when I got into into Marvel and all that, they, they were just like, all right, good. Yeah, you have a job. Yeah. That's fair. Again, I'm, I'm not saying I had that conversation with my parents. I think with me it was a case of I was drawing since I was a little kid. It was almost inevitable that this is what I was going to do. Although right. being in Florida, the assumption was I was going to work for Disney. Just because of proximity? But. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just what people figure. Like, yeah. oh, you draw cartoons, you're going to work for Disney. You draw Andy Cap. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever drew enough to make them think like, oh, yeah, we got this guy is going to be an artist. But, Chris, no what matter. did my dad have to say to you? these pivotal times in your life when you were growing up what did what did mr smitty yes. have to say to me yes did he bankroll any of your projects when he was leaving me out in the cold well only up to ten thousand up front <laughs> got it got it and then but then i had to i had to give him that back off the back end and then we split the rest of the profit 50 50 i heard he gave jacob a bunch of money once he just blew it all on peanut butter <laughs> Come on now. Now speaking of Jacob, out there. <laughs> speaking of Jacob, you're yes. growing up on a farm in Maine. Yep. You're you're doing what farmers do. Yep. Radio Shack had a screen door. <laughs> yeah. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> so did you have that point where you said this is or or was it a case of uh, kid draws? I started I started thinking you know, going down that path pretty young too, like around junior high. Right. And uh I don't know, I like I my parents are always just like, yeah, that sounds great. You could probably do it, but, you know, make sure you have a backup plan or whatever. What was fine. your backup plan? I don't know, computers. Oh, so it wasn't <laughs> just the farm? It wasn't take over the farm? No. Restful. But, I mean, I think they were always just, you know, assume that I'm, you know, I might go down this path, and if it doesn't work out, I'll find another branch of the path along the way. Because you're also the oldest in your family, right? Yeah. You're the firstborn, so you are, like, extra pressure on you to do something. Well, I don't know. I didn't feel any pressure. Oh, it's just you. the... As being the firstborn, there's not really a path to follow, so it was kind of all uncharted territory for me. Trailblazer. No, I'm the oldest. Oh. This is people learning things about people all over. Yeah. That's what it's about, right? Sure. Yeah. I knew he was the oldest. So did I. That's why I said, that's why I said that. <laughs> Smitty's an idiot. Whoa, language. Come on. I meant that in a good way. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. I did, I did introduce us all as idiots. You did? I don't remember yeah. that. We totally changed that. Remember the introduction that everybody hated, uh, including me. I, I thought think it was you all right. might be mistaken. Yeah, we'll check. We'll check it afterwards. All right, we'll, we'll the rewind tape. the we'll rewind the tape. Yes, yeah. I'm recording this on a giant tape deck. Yeah, reel to reel, reel to reel. I hit record and play at the same time. Mm. We're on our way. Remember tape recorders, guys? They I remember great. that. Make mixtapes, little radio plays, tape TV yeah. shows by putting the. Did you used to do? Did you used to do radio plays? Uh, kind of. 
Mostly just me and my brother goofing off. My, my brothers Nothing and I, no and, and like the kids down the street, we used to like tape like game shows. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we all did that. Oh, well, well, never mind then. Thought I was unique in that. Wait, talk wait, wait. shows. You used to invent a game show and then tape your performance of this game show, or you would like put a tape recorder up to the prices right and tape that to, okay. to listen to later. Good. Yeah, good yeah. question. No, a, a combination of both. We did not tape. The game show off the TV, but we would mimic the game shows we were already familiar with. Oh, okay. I, I remember specifically one game show being Starcade, the video game game show. Oh, was that on Nickelodeon? I don't, I don't know. No. That was an invention of youth. No, no, there was a video game game show. It was an invention of youth. Yes. You know, the youth youths. generation, the video games. Two youths. Uh, uh, the first time I ever saw Return of the Jedi was uh, this kid Clint down the road from me recorded it in the movie theater on a tape recorder. And that's how I heard I heard the movie first before I saw it. Spoilers. Terrible. That was great. There's no way that's great. But when you're a kid, that's not, it was probably pretty awesome. Yeah. Especially that's, before uh, the age of home video. Video tape. Yeah. It was great. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Look, well, I, would, I would tape TV shows like Saturday morning cartoons on an audio cassette and listen to them later. Yeah. By, just by holding the tape recorder up to the TV. Yes, yeah, so you were watching it while you recorded it. Yeah. And but then, then I would listen, listen to, to the audio later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had a visual. Somebody had not seen Return of the Jedi. He was listening to an audio recording of the movie theater. It's like a radio play. <laughs> yeah. But Except the, with know, no descriptions of anything that's happening. You're just yeah, saying, whoa, whoa, There are huge whoa. sections, <laughs> huge sections like in the space battles and stuff where yeah. it's just like you don't know what's going on. But it was great. I mean, when, when – hey, spoiler alert, everybody. Yeah. When Darth Vader's helmet comes off, do you even know what's happening? No. no. There's did no way to know. Did you explain it to you? Or did you just no, no, he explained it to me. Like, and he did a pretty good job. Because at some point you hear like a different voice go, yeah. tell your sister, whatever the yeah. hell he says. <laughs> what did he say? When he's an old pasty dude? Luke's you were right about me. Old man. Yeah. All natural peanut butter is the worst. <laughs> Autos and James get, wine coolers. Get me out of this crazy suit. Seriously, you eat all natural peanut butter? Because yeah. that stuff is straight up broken. It's gross. <laughs> no, man. It's, no, it's good. great. Tastes Come like on. peanuts. I opened a jar of that once, and it was like... You got to mix you gotta, it. Yeah, you got to stir Come it up. Come on, man. I'm not buying peanut butter for the labor. I want it to be ready. <laughs> you stir it up, and you put it in the fridge. I was actually just gross. saying recently, I've been eating so much natural peanut butter that I recently tried, quote-unquote, real peanut butter. Yeah. Supermarket peanut Super, butter. Yeah, that's nice. How about that? Supermarket peanut butter. Brand. Peter Pan. I think it was Skippy. Skippy. Weird, man. That stuff is weird. Jif. It, seems, stuff, it's, it seems weak afterwards. You know what it it's is? It's weak. It's downright unnatural. But it tastes good on crackers. It tastes yeah. good in, on a spoon, but it's still weird. It's way, it's so smooth. You eat spoons? Of course I do. Don't. I opened a jar of all-natural peanut butter once, and I just threw it across the room after I opened it. It was so <laughs> gross. I had to, like, I couldn't even look at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you taste some when no. we're done recording here. No. You're going to love it. It's good stuff. You're going to love it to death. Wait, wait, wait. You haven't even tasted it? I threw opened it. it. <laughs> I opened it and literally kicked it away from me. You drop kick it? Like you drop kick it like Mr. Belvedere's jacket? You know, like did, those, did you, you know, kick it with your tongue? No, no. You know, like that crazy... So you never like, actually tasted it? What do they call it? A bicycle kick? Like Pele? You're saying he <laughs> licked it to kick it? Yeah. <laughs> Pele. Pele. Soccer. Right? Upside down flip kick. That's what I did. Victory with Sylvester Stallone. That was him. All right. Now, now I, have a, I have another comic topic that's going to get involved. But before that, Chris, you had something you wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Just a little guess... Guess the character game. 
Oh, a game. Yeah. A game. Oh, my. I know the oh, results of this game. Games. Jacob is not allowed to participate in this because <laughs> he already uh, knows the answer. I already, I already got answer. plenty of enjoyment out of this. Okay. We're going to play a game. Smitty, you ready? To play? Now, is, it, is there a way to win or lose? Yeah. You get it right. Well, uh, it's basically uh, just want you to guess. Hang on a second. My microphone's falling here. That's right. I can still hear you pretty good. I think it's more of a uh, discussion starter. That's fine. Sort of like, what do you think of this? That's fine. Okay. All right, so I'm looking at an ad Yes. in a comic book, and it's got some pull quotes. Okay. Uh, one of those pull quotes is from uh, IGN, Okay. which I'm not even sure what that is. Is that like some it's kind a, of internet news site? It's a video yeah. game news site. Okay. It delves into pop culture. Yeah. I'm going to assume something gaming news. All right. So this internet. ad, they have a pull quote from IGN that says... The most iconic and popular superhero the comic book fans have ever read. I'm based on their quote. The most iconic and popular superhero. Yeah, and you probably can see this now. No. I only showed you. That comic book readers have ever read? Yes, the most iconic and popular superhero that comic book fans have ever read. So, based on that, who do you think that is? Who do you think is the most iconic and popular superhero? Can you superhero? tell us what comic this ad is in? That would be a clue. Okay, so you're not giving that clue. Uh, for, let's go round one on your guesses, and then I'll give you, I'll give you that much clue. Okay, I'll give you that much clue. But you go first. Well, I mean, if I had to guess, which is what you're asking me to do, right? The most iconic and popular superhero, it would either be Superman or Batman. I think you could walk into any room, uh, filled with any age group of any person in the world, and they would know who those two characters are. Smitty, I don't disagree with your logic. Yes. That's a solid answer. Thank you. Greg. Here's the thing. It is a solid answer, but then this game would be pointless. So it can't be one of those two. Well, yeah, it's totally wrong. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> what? It has to. They, why, would you, why would the game be, hey, who's the most famous superhero? Superman, you win. All right, Greg, is it on to me. Yeah. I you know, maybe up. it's all like this reverse, like natural peanut butter psychology. <laughs> it <laughs> might be. <laughs> You're slathering like I, this hey, junk all over. That's it. the theme of this podcast episode. Natural peanut butter. Yeah, psychology. Natural peanut butter psychology. <laughs> when are we gonna get that sponsor money? Yeah. The so school Greg, of psychology. So knowing that Smitty is wrong already. Right. So it means like they're going they're going on a different like on a different level. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a hashtag involved with this? Like sarcasm? <laughs> can you can you reread the statement one more time, please? The most popular, the most iconic, iconic, and popular superhero that comic book fans have ever read. Okay, the most iconic and popular that is that comic book fans. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty. Have ever read? Right. Have ever read? Interesting. Should I give you the clue of what comic this is? No, 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 no. I want to. I want to. I want to. Follow the rules of the game. There's so much dead air. I don't know what to do. I've been talking. Could you talk a little bit slower? <laughs> been talk- hey, mm. it's my line. I'm going to say either the Lone Ranger or Zorro. Incorrect. It's good thinking outside the box, though. Right? Greg. Yeah. Right. All right. Now give us a clue. Um, this is appearing as an ad in a Marvel comic. All right, now I'm going to go first, since you went first the first time. Go ahead. That's only fair. Fair. 
So if it's a Marvel comic, they're obviously promoting a Marvel superhero. Yes. Okay. I I think I know. I think I know what it is. <laughs> I think I could be wrong. All right. I'm probably wrong, but only based on what I know. Well, I, you already know that this is a dumb answer, <laughs> and it doesn't make it. Does. <laughs> it's got to be. You know that the answer to this is not be. what you would, or anybody in this room, <laughs> or anybody listening would consider to be the most iconic and popular it's superhero. It's got to be in comic Miracle fans. Man slash Marvel Man. You got it. <laughs> Marvel Man. Yeah. Miracle Man. Miracle Man. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, know what, what are they currently calling him now? Though is it they're Miracle? calling him Miracle Man? Okay. I think, right, Jacob? I think so. Yeah. Cause, because that's the most iconic and popular name. They don't want to screw it up. Yeah. He's not nearly as iconic as the character he's based on. Like Shazang. Yeah. yeah. Like most iconic and popular superheroes, we don't even know what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's also popular. Yeah. And every right. comic book fan has read him. Yeah. Of course. Now, I would, read, I would argue this. To be iconic and popular would have to be the kind of, like Smitty said, Batman, Superman. Something that everybody's sure. heard of. Spider-Man, the Hulk. Yeah. Spider-Man, Hulk, sure. Captain America. Thor. Characters. they movies out of. Character, yeah. Yes. The people <laughs> the have heard Turtles. of Iron and the comic book fans have read. The only people to have ever heard of Miracle Man are comic book fans. And most of them have never read Miracle Man. True. They, they haven't even you. been able to get their hands on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the whole like, thing, right? It's this is most comic book fans. Oh, yeah, I hear a lot of great things about that. I'd love to read it, but I can't. I had a few issues of Miracle Man in my stolen collection. It was good. I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah. Whoa, is that New Year's? I'm is just saying. News new to this no, year? No, no, no. We've already discussed that yeah. at length? We talked about it at the last. Did we really? I believe so. That, that wound runs deep. I'm just saying that perhaps IGN thought they were talking about somebody else. Oh, I totally forgot this <laughs> was an IGN thing. I think they were just. When they said when they, when they called this the most iconic and popular superhero, is IGN a British website? No, no, no. Then forget That's it. My knowledge, because it is a British thing. Maybe they have a different aspect ratio. Probably PAL format. That's the right word for that, right? Yeah. Aspect ratio. Yeah. So speaking of comics, uh huh. This is a this is topical, like legit topical conversation. There's been a recent dust-up on the internet. Dust-up might be the wrong word. I have it in quotes on my sheet of paper here. If that's the wrong word, I'm walking out. All right. But the concept of the jumping on point is at issue right now in, in internet conversation. There was a conversation where the writer Jonathan Hickman and the editor Tom Brevoort were talking about some issue of Avengers. I don't know which one. I wasn't reading that carefully. Where... Tom was saying it was a great jumping-on point. Hickman was saying that there's no such thing, that that doesn't exist anymore. You don't need it because everything's available in trades or digitally. So the question that we're going to discuss now, is the idea of a jumping-on point or that every single a single comic is somebody's first comic, is that an outdated idea? Or is it a case of, no, that is that is the utopian ideal. You want every comic to be accessible by a new reader, but people are not achieving that. Mm-hmm. Did that question make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the no. question of content. I could go both ways on that, though. Well, sure. 
Because when I first started reading comics, when I first started reading comics, I got into comics and they were already like in the two hundreds. Yes. So like my first issue of X Men was like two sixty five or something like that. Yes. And I read it, liked it. Yeah. Didn't really know what came before it and where the story was going. Jumping in the middle, but I thought it was cool and I wanted to read more. And there was really no way to read back issue stuff because it was already happened and you know there wasn't really collected in trades and you know it was all newsstand stuff. So that's it was. I think I guess. I mean, I'm going to clarify because I think there's two separate. I think there's two things. I think the jumping on point is one thing, and every comic is somebody's first is a separate thing. Right, but this also wasn't a comic where there were like, oh, like a recap page in the front, or there wasn't like you know, these right. people ham fisted. This is Wolverine. He's got claws and healing factor, and this is what he does. Yeah, like I was, I was thrown to the wolves with that one, but like I liked it, and that's what got me into comics, and I liked X Men from then on out. Sure. I'm not disagreeing with you, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm saying the argument is that that comic book was written for a person who's never read an X Men comic and the person who has been reading X Men comics. I I think every comic book, every single comic book that's printed, a single issue, is a jumping on point as far as it being a unit of entertainment. Right. Like this has to succeed sure. on this level to bring this person back next month. Even if that's not anything more than just being super cool. Yeah. So it's like you're, the goal when you when you put out monthly comics is, okay, we're going to attract some new readers with this. Let's make them come back next month. I don't know if they're necessarily thinking, let's make them read every X-Men comic that's ever existed since the dawn of the X-Men. But we want this person to enjoy what they're doing right now, reading this thing, and come back next month and build a readership. Um, the back catalog material, of material is, is well cataloged now. I mean, like that's easily accessible anywhere. And with things changing so much, like in, in the Marvel Universe and, and the DC New 52, whatever, one could make the argument that, like, it's not even that important, the stuff that came before, because it's constantly changing. And, you know, retconning and things are constantly being established and then reestablished. Characters are killed and brought back. So the most important part, and I think the most successful aspect of a jumping on point, is that you've successfully entertained somebody enough to get them on 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 the comic book train. Chris, do you have any thoughts on this? Not really. <laughs> All right, well, I'll bring it, then, then I'm going to bring this up. So I'm not disagreeing with anything anybody's saying. What did you say? But the argument is being made that because of trade paperbacks that collect past issues, that it is no longer necessary to bring a reader up to speed, that they can use their own... I, I feel like this... Okay. The reason I not really is because I feel like this has been a, a discussion in the comics publishing and reader community for the last 15 years. Right. And the shift has been gradually made to like, yeah, we don't really care if well, that's a the person question. doesn't is understand it, this. Is it officially an old idea? Are we thinking in an old way? Well, I, I don't I don't I think that there's still a lot of value in having each comic be at least you know, clear enough to understand it. Yes. You don't necessarily have to give the entire history of every character that appears in the book, but as long as the story is clear and entertaining by itself, sure. Even if it, you can tell it's the middle of something, as long as you can understand what's happening. But I don't think they're even trying to do that now. They right. know, like, okay, if, if they're an issue five of this arc, we don't need to bring them up to speed because they've read the first four already. And and I get the impression that that comes from the idea of the way people watch TV now, 
consuming a season in one shot. Yeah. But I say that you could watch any random episode of Breaking Bad, except for maybe the last four or five, and you would be fine. I feel like they gave you everything you needed within a single episode that you knew who Walter White was, who Jesse was, whoever was happening in that episode. They brought you up to speed pretty good. They used each other's names. Mr. White. Yeah. You know, it said Jesse a bunch of times. And you saw some cool stuff happen. And then stuff would happen, and there'd be an arc to that episode. Right. Yeah. Within the, the greater... Well, I, I agree that that's good that's to the, do that. The right. strength of the content. Like, then, yeah. like the And the, the power of those characters, like, conveying what they, what they are, what they're all about. And if you Comics don't... can do the same Yeah, thing. and if you don't do that, then the risk is, well, a person that picks up this comic or watches this show or that, that doesn't take those things into consideration... The person that picks them up and reads it, they're not coming back. Yeah. Like, do I think every comic needs that danger room sequence where it's like you see everybody at once using their powers, calling out everyone by name? I don't know. I enjoyed that when I was a kid when I read comics because it's like, wow, that's a cool image of uh, you know all the X Men doing their thing. I don't know if I don't know if that is necessary or appealing to the current readership. I'd say it's only necessary if that's the story you're telling. Involves them using their powers. What was that great comic? I think it was the Avengers. Miracle Man. Oh yeah, that, no, that's the most <laughs> iconic, the most iconic and, and you know powerful character of all time. But there's this, there was a comic where it's like all the Avengers are training. I think it was like the Avengers War. I forget. I had a, I had a collection of it and I was looking through it. This is the one where Iron Man is the giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're showing all the Avengers doing their thing. Cap is like you know jumping over these like you know obstacles. He's throwing a shield. The Wasp is like flying around this like miniature obstacle course the beast is like you know vaulting over something and on this like track like a jogging track it's the vision and iron man jogging side by side (laughs) iron man in full armor (laughs) just jogging like his power is he can run (laughs) in the vision clearly well the vision you know he's got to keep up you got to keep that that muscle straight (laughs) it's his cardio Vision's got to work on cardio for sure. It was like as does Iron Man with yeah. that heart problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he actually has like does. I mean, the Vision's a robot, right? Yeah, yeah. Iron Man's part robot. Eh. This is heart cyborg. Yeah, he's got human lungs. But what's the benefit of training with your armor? Oh, maybe it's like a like a Goku conditioning. Thing. Yeah, like yeah the maybe Vision can't sweat, right? No. Maybe the armor is powered powered down. The vision could literally jog for a decade <laughs> around there, and nothing would ever change in his life. <laughs> but I think he cried, though, right? Vision cried. Did he? I think so. Leaking lubricant from his eyes. Doesn't he? I think he cried in, in an issue. You're confusing him with the Red Tornado, who's always crying. Yeah, that guy cries. <laughs> Only modern Red Tornado, I think, is crying. Didn't all the time. he also uh, get married and have a baby? Yeah. Red Tornado? No, oh, Vision. The, the Vision. Mazel but thought. don't were those magic babies? I think they were revealed as magic babies. All right, magic. so this, this goes back to the, thing, the point of, uh, of catching up with comics. Yeah. I guess, like, not knowing what comics are talking about, it all depends on how they're written. Because if they're written as the middle of a story where there's no, there's no climax to it or nothing happens in that thing, but some people talking and maybe going somewhere, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to be... If, like, the whole comic that's is... not going to be a good jumping on point. Vision, can you believe that just happened? <laughs> oh, man, Iron Man, we yeah. Got, now we got to go here. Now, okay, don't... Well, let's figure don't this out. <laughs> I think I think it's it's it all boils down to the strength of the material. If you read these characters, you enjoy these characters, you want to know more about them, you're going to go forward, and you're also going to be interested in how that character starts. But to what Chris was saying, 
is in the same way that at one point comics were for superhero comics were for kids. Yes. And now they really aren't anymore. No. Or at least the the mainstream direct market superheroes. And we're not going to go down that rabbit hole because that's something that's definitely been talked about too much. In the same way that that's it's a paradigm shift. That's just how things are now. Yes. It, are we in the midst of a paradigm shift where the the old ideas of what a single issue comic is I would say has changed. I'd say we're not in the midst of it. We're at the end of it. Yeah. That's already happened. There's it can't be any more that way. Than then it how does you think of the things that like appeal to the like the things that they do to the characters now in the comics where it's like everything like the changes are so nuanced but like you know it just lights people up when that when it happens like Wolverine's got a fourth claw. What? Like you know and that's that's big news. It's First not, of all that did not happen. I know. I'm just as an example. But like then the but things, the things that they poor do the characters excite only people that are intimately knowledgeable Except about the character. There is a book like Daredevil. Did you see how incensed I got with the idea that Wolverine had a fourth claw? <laughs> yeah. I think that, that illustrates <laughs> no, exactly no, no. what you were talking about. For for everybody listening, I have a knife in my gut right now. He's, he would reach across and stab yeah, me. There's your fourth claw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's a comic Daredevil currently running at this point mm-hmm. where it is very much in that traditional classic every issue has an up and uh, uh, a climax to it there's something that happens and it's within a bigger tapestry of a story that Mark Wade and Chris Somney have been telling now for many issues and you could pick up a single issue and be satisfied and that's a book that people seem to really like Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Because of that feature? Or I think because it's really well written. I think right. it's just an drawn. Ex- there's an ex- also very well drawn. Yes. That, I think that's exceptional. I mean, that's the reason why I like that book, too. Like, it, it's clear and understandable. Yeah. And, and good. each issue is, is a satisfying. It's, it's a worthwhile read, each issue. With a cliffhanger that makes you want to read the next right. one. Yeah. So I don't mean to say that it never happens at all, but I'm saying it's, it's not. It's the exception, not the rule. Yes, where, whereas it was once the rule. And Marvel and DC can get away with that because because they have so many iconic and popular superheroes. <laughs> like like Miracle Man. Man. Yeah. Well, that brings up another thing because I, an article I literally read today, so topical. This is, by the way, this is being recorded on December 9th. 2013. Way to date the podcast. Yeah. Literally. No, this, one, this one is definitely... Yeah. At the top of the episode... Yeah. Yep. Hey, if you just started listening and quit, you don't know when this happened. Now you know. Yeah. For those of, for those just tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. December Go 9th. back and listen to every other podcast ever, and then you'll understand what we're well, talking some people, about. Some people have just only tuned in at this point in this episode. Also, here's oh, the thing. No. They need to go back to the dawn of podcast. But this is also important. What? People aren't going to hear this until the 15th Whoa. or later. So when I say I just read this today. What's internet connection you got here? <laughs> oh, it's slow, man. Could you like, give us a little context? I just did. Oh, good question, Chris <laughs> Russo, our author of G-Man. Thank you, Jacob Shabbat, author and illustrator of the Mighty Skullboy Army. This is the difference between uh, internet radio and broadcasting. We don't need to set it up again. Because, you know, we did all the intros. Remember when you guys said what you... You might even you say that's before? why my commentary was so hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. I forgot what my powers are. If you're just joining us, we've all finally uh, picked ourselves up off of the floor after an intense bout of laughter. Uh-huh. 
just catching our breath. Yeah. Returning oh. to the action. Greg, oh. cut that part out of the podcast. I, got, I do want to finish, just finish this thought, and then we're going to get to more goofy, fun times. All right. Some more bits. Yeah, more bits. I just read this thing today. Apparently, comic stores, they were asked, you know, what is, what is the original graphic novel business? How is it? Is it as good as everybody says it is? And comic stores are saying, no, it's, it's a fraction of what we're doing. It's still single issues, drive, direct market comic shop business, which I feel like is in contrast to the, the current paradigm of single issues not being single issues. That makes any sense, right? Mm-hmm. I know that sentence makes sense. You're saying sense. like most, most monthly comics are built for the trade market at this point. Seems that way. But they're I not selling the trades. But they're, they're selling still, the trades. But they're like not – like, uh, In the tier of sales, it's single issues, collections, original graphic novel. See, like, this is when like we should have a phone line where like you know we can call a, a retailer and get their input. No, I'm just going to link to this article. People can read it. Uh, they talked to like four retailers. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't think that uh, it was smart for you to dismiss Smitty so quickly. That's a pretty good idea. Is it we possible? Try it. No, I don't know how to. No, I don't think. I don't. I can't get a phone line going. Just, pa- not, just not, no, it's not. Just about patch it line. in. Oh, it's not about the phone Is line. Is it possible that these are people don't go to comic book stores to buy absolutely collections of graphic novels and they're buying those on Amazon and through other that, booksellers? That is mentioned that because you can get them so much cheaper on Amazon that people but are buying that. The only yeah. place you get comic books really is a comic book store. So yes. Perhaps that is why they do the best business there. Maybe, or it's that they are best. That is my un, un, uh, uneducated guess. I love it. We're going to end with that uneducated guess on that topic. All right, fellas, it's December. Yes, we approach the end of the year. You know what time? You know what that means? Hanukkah party time. Best of lists. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? It. Top starts, ten. I forgot I was going to make a joke about our best our top <laughs> list. So. Here's I don't know. A, I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I have some best of questions. I have some specific for you guys and some general. We're going to start general. What are your top ten favorite top ten lists? Top ten lists. I want to know. Number ten. What is the best thing or things that you have made or created this year? And what are the best things you've taken in or consumed this year? I'll give you guys time to think. I'll answer it first. How about that? Let's hear it, buddy. On the creation side, I did a four-page story that's going to be in the SpongeBob Comics free comic book issue featuring Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. I'm very happy with it. I wrote it, I penciled it, I inked it, and I colored it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I hope people like it as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Number nine. Yeah. Oh, I don't have ten of these. <laughs> take too long. And I in- – to- We should – We should. We should uh- Title this like in one of those condescending top ten things like like ten things you didn't you never knew about Greg Shegel's things he did this year. <laughs> I'm not gonna think of this. You not- didn't know. Like we gotta shame the, the listener into like ah you didn't even know this. Yeah, you're so dumb. I don't want to shame anybody. Positivity, man. This is just oh, my this, commentary this on, on the top ten list that do that on the internet. Oh, yeah. yeah well, those you know, ten things you didn't it. know about Indiana Jones movies. Of course, you know he was sick when he shot that. That's guy. one of the things that you didn't know. <laughs> He was totally sick. You didn't know that, I though, know until that. you read it. It's true. Uh, I invented this thing called the cake bar. Chris and Jacob, you experienced the cake bar. Cake bar! <laughs> That's like the cow from a... <laughs> and the cake bar is a great, cake bar. Is a great achievement in, uh, in, in 
culinary display than shall describe it. It is the way I did it this time. It was six different flavors of cake, unfrosted, six different frostings, different fillings and toppings, and you get to make your own cake a la a oh, Sunday bar. Oh, I totally misunderstood what you were talking about. With as much cake. I as, thought like with, it was a candy bar. Frosting. Like a cake bar. Like a, cake like a bar. Hershey cake bar, bar made of cake. Oh, this was a make-your-own cake bar. Cake bar. And it was glorious. Mm. It was one of my great achievements. That I'm very, I'm very happy with doing that. I think I've probably written some pretty good emails this year. And, <laughs> and while I haven't drawn it yet. Top 10 emails. While I have not drawn it yet, today I came up with what my holiday card is going to be this year. And I think it's pretty good. It's not the airplane one I had. It's a different idea. And I think it's pretty good. Wow. I don't even remember the airplane one that you had. More like you say, I might use it next year. You pointed like as if that's something you ran by me in the I past. I did run by. I did run it by you. I can't remember all of your good ideas because they are too numerous. It involved a pilot in a cockpit. That's all I'm going to say about that because I may use it next all year. Right, I'm looking forward to next year. Wait till you see this year. <laughs> For the mystery to be revealed. So those are my things that I created. We'll go to consuming in, in that after. Let's do created first. Who wants to chime in with the best thing they've made or created? And notice, it doesn't have to be, you know, it could be anything. I'm going to say my third volume of G-Man. That's the right answer. That's a good That's answer. answer. Yeah, yeah good, answer. Answer. good answer. Good answer. Show me G-Man. <laughs> Who was <Bing>! that? <laughs> that was Louis Anderson hosting yeah. uh, Family <laughs> Feud. <laughs> He's your go-to host? Yeah. Oh. No, it's the funniest one to do the impression of. Oh, okay. Go to is Dawson, Richard Dawson. Yeah, and then Could Cedric. Cedric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, it's Steve Harvey is the one that hosts it. Cedric hosts. Uh, Going to be a millionaire. Really? Yeah. I thought that was a uh, Meredith Vieira lady. She's not there now. It's Cedric the Entertainer. I can't keep up. And Steve Harvey hosts Family Feud. I think yeah, I have that right. Top ten answers yeah. on the board, player. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, what we need from each team is a player. <laughs> a player. Player. To come up. <laughs> Go head to head. What's your answer, player? <laughs> that is, a, that's, is that a spot on imitation that's of Steve Harvey? Louis Anderson, oh, yeah. All right, I want to change my answer. I'm not. G Man's not the best thing I did. That Steve Harvey imitation that yeah. I just did. Absolutely. Was the best thing of 2013. <laughs> for sure. For me. All right, who's next? Oh, this is a tough one. Really? Yeah. Well, Did you make so it. much awesome stuff? Uh, no, I think I've yeah, had a pretty lackluster year. Well, I do make a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. We had the uh, the second omnibus of Stuff of Legend came out this year. There you go. It's very good. One more to go, and then the whole story will be complete. Uh, now, I should wrote... I call you out on that's not something you made? That was something that was like a collection of things you'd made the year prior? No, no. That was all stuff okay. that came out this year. All right, good. Yeah. Um. Well, no, part of it came out last year. Uh-huh. Part of it came out this year. Okay. Uh, what else? I wrote. I wrote a lot of licensed stuff this year. I wrote like uh, I wrote some Max Steel. What's the best stuff you've made? The best stuff, honestly, the best stuff I've did. I just did it like two weeks ago. I, I did this crazy spread for a Bravest Warrior book that's coming out. Uh, Search for Catbug. It's going to be out next year, and it's this really. I'll email it to you guys, nice. not to you guys listening to my friends here in the room. I won't post it at all. Yeah. But uh, gotta so buy the book. Pretty crazy. Nice, Jacob. Uh, 
Word on the street is I caught, a, I caught a shiny Pokemon. Does that count? Oh, he he texted me when that happened. It was great. <laughs> it totally counts. I mean, you didn't. It's something you did. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I ran outside. Dude, you and don't even understand. A shiny Pokemon is like one in eight thousand. Yeah. I ran outside and looked up at the stars, so because it would connect us somehow. Wow. So we were both looking at the same stars when it happened. That reminds me of a chance encounter at the airport. I saw me and Gene Okerlund. Whoa. This year. Yes, yes, but and I he did texted not. me right after that. Yeah, but I didn't catch him. I was on a flight with uh, Billy D. Williams, and I think I texted you, Chris. That is correct. I remember that. That's right. That was a fun text exchange about what kind of sketch you would draw for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to find that. I might have to post that exchange because that was pretty good. I, didn't, I don't yeah. think I saw a single movie this year in the movie theater. What? Oh, no, I saw Superman. Man of Steel. Are we transitioning now to best things you've taken in and consumed this year? I guess so. All right. Smitty, what's the best stuff you've taken in this year? Hmm. All right. While he's thinking, anybody? Breaking Bad. All right. Breaking you... Bad was quite good. I've also I read a bunch of those uh, IDW Artist Edition books, and those are fantastic. Nice. That's right. You, you're, that's your... New, in addition to Omnibuy. Yeah, yeah. You're now on Artist Editions. The last you one I got, I got books. the uh, the uh, the Mark Schultz as the Inazoic Age one. That is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I believe it. That one's got some crazy like uh, plates in the back too, with like it's like acetate, and like it's like the color plate, and then like the oh, really? pencil drawing underneath. Yeah, really sharp. Nice. Uh, that Kirby one's coming out this year. I'm very excited about that. It is the New Gods one. And a Charles Schultz Peanuts one. I also uh, saw a movie called The FP. I've seen that twice now. <laughs> and uh, both times it was very funny. I don't know if you, know, you guys know this movie, The yeah, FP. So I saw the trailer for that movie a couple months ago. Yes, it's fantastic. It looks b- bonkers. Yeah. Are those like initials that stand for longer words? Yes, it stands for uh, the Fraser Park, which is the area uh, where this movie takes place. It's uh, between two rival gangs. And they uh, they settle their differences playing a dance dance revolution type game. It's pretty far out. Highly recommended. It's far out, man. I saw but horrible movies. But it's played movies. super serious yeah, and yeah, super yeah, dramatic. Like, yeah, completely. And do we want to talk about horrible things? No, no. I saw a horrible movie that's very good. Oh, like, okay. And I recommend people seeing it because it's so bad. Uh, that uh, Miami Connection. That's right. You love that one. That movie was crazy. All right. All available on Netflix, y'all. Somebody works, somebody works for Netflix. So you're going to line up those peanut butter sponsors, Netflix. Right? Watch your favorite episodes or binge on full seasons. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Just for kids. Yeah, Hulu Plus, Amazon Streaming. What else are we What are we missing? Slingbox. Audible.com. Slingblade. Yeah, you're not getting paid for any of these things. This is a... <laughs> Go to Audible right this now. Free, Download your free trial oh. book. No. Anything no you want. Very excited to see the new Hobbit movie. Ugh. Ew. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you you be excited. Yeah, you can be excited about smog. I hear it's actually pretty good from what I hear. Smog. It's like smog. Yeah. <laughs> How they say it in the commercial, it's crazy. Is there anybody who enjoyed the Lord of the Rings movies that's not on board with the Hobbit movies? I, I think that would be 100% are. everyone's just you don't as a saturation point where you're like, I get it enough. No, I don't. Wow. No. I think that's why there's three of them. Yeah. That's why they're doing three. They could they could make sixteen. People would be getting just as excited for each one. When those Lord of the Rings movies were coming out, 
They were coming out every Christmas or every other Christmas, whatever it was. And I couldn't wait for Christmas oh. to see the, the next movie. I wish I. I wish I didn't see part of the holiday her. festivities. For me. Every time I'd walk out of one, of the, every time I'd walk out of one of the movies, I'd be mad that I wasted the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know we're supposed to be doing positivity. No, wait, wait, wait. That's. I mean, that's a fairly bold statement. To I'm be bold ang- to be angry about these. But mad hey, at myself. Mad at myself. Uh, because the story is great. <laughs> you were fooled again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, should, I should have known better. The I actors were all Here's fantastic. The thing. I'll, tell you the ver- I'll tell you my version of the story. I read the first the graphics. book. Graphics? I read the first book in college. Ten graphics. Yeah. And I found the book really disappointing because it sort of ends at the beginning. It's like, all right, now you've read these – I don't know how many pages it was. And the adventure begins. I was like, What? No, Cliff Notes. Was that The Hobbit then? No. Or was that the first Lord of the Fellowship Ring Fellowship of the Ring. All right. A lot of descriptions of meals. And I love eating, but enough with the biscuits. So that, was, so that, so that first book then, that was just like, okay, we're going to gather everybody together. It's just like the movie. Okay. And then it ends with them on a boat heading to do the thing that they talk about for 700 pages. And instead of being so enthralled like and, and jazzed about this, what, what's going to happen next? You, you can say the like, first done. movie is entirely exposition. Yeah. So then I saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, this is just like the book. That oh. I hated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I went to see the second one, figuring, like, this must be the act two. This is where the action is. It's got to be like Empire Strikes Back. No. There's plenty not. of action in that second one. <laughs> it's, all, it's all just, like, blurry grayness. Wow. And then, and then I, su- I just, like, a sucker saw the third one. I don't even know why. I'm not buying Closure. your story. for closure. I'm not buying your story. That's a huge. I'm not selling my story. I'm giving it away for free. Like, it's not like a like a you know a Clockwork Orange thing where someone came into your house, strapped you down, and held your eyelids Again, open. It's the premise of this. I'm mad at myself. Three times in a row. Yes. Four times if you count the book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mad at myself. Guess how many times I've seen this Hobbit thing. How many times have you Zero. seen this Hobbit? Th- what yes. Do you mean this Hobbit thing. Yeah, these Hobbit movies. Oh. The new the, Hobbit. The well, there's only cartoon? the first one. Yeah, I've seen this all is of the them second one. The times. one that's coming out now is it the new one out? Yeah, the new one out, is, is out it coming out Christmas Day or something. Next, there's another Friday. plug. I think plug it's two in, days after this movie. podcast. That's, that's the second of yeah. three. All right, we've gone way off course talking about this Hobbit stuff. I'm going to get all kinds of hate mail. Who is time. your favorite character in The Lord of the Rings? Smaug. Number ten. <laughs> My favorite character in The Lord of the Rings. Ten things you didn't know Stinger. about Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies. Stinger, that's the knife, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite character was it Stinger? Sting. Oh. Sting. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Boo. All right. Fine. The Nerdist wouldn't have blown that. I'm not the Nerdist. I don't host everything. Uh, All right. Jacob, what are your favorite things that you've taken in and consumed? Um, I still really like that Ghostbusters comic. All right. That comic's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. They nail it. All right. Uh, Is it? That's it? That's fine. That's all I can think of right now. All right. Huh? You got you got stuff. You know what? Uh, I was looking at the Hello Kitty book that came out because I was, had to draw a Hello Kitty story. Yeah. And I think Jacob Jacob's art in that book. Knock it off! Absolutely outstanding. Just from, podcast over. Purely as from the cartooning point of view, because it's there's literally it's stories without words in them, so it, the storytelling is done completely pictorially. Sure. And uh, I sequentially, sequen- sequential art. Anyway, J- Jacob's job on Hello Kitty is I would put that I put that up against 
any of the top cartoonists in history. What? He's awesome. This is a bodacious claim. Yeah. Bodacious. Oh, audacious Great word. is what I meant. <laughs> no, bodacious <laughs> no, is much better. Than audacious, yeah. Bodacious is a great, great word. All right. Anything else? I think uh, that the Hello Kitty franchise should try and get Jacob on an exclusive contract and pay him millions of dollars. Uh, I don't know if I'd be into that. But we all know that that's not the way publishing works. Nope. Not licensed publishing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, obviously, because I came up with these questions, I've had more time to think about this. But uh, the least favorite thing I consumed this year happened last year, and it was that natural peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that still gets it's the top two years running, <laughs> top least favorite. I there's a movie called The Way Way Back, which was awesome. There's a movie called This Is the End, which is awesome. Still haven't seen that. That's a good answer. I saw that. It was good. Oh, but I heard that uh, the dude from the FP is in that movie, J-Tro. Jason Trost. I don't know. Come on, man. You saw it. I didn't see Which it. Which movie? This is the end. I don't know who Jason Trost is. He's got like six people in it. Is he the guy Jay in the movie? No, that's Jay Baruchel. Does oh, Jay you know Baruchel... who he is. He's in, he's in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're saying the character in the FP is Jason Trost? Or... The guy, the lead character... Is a guy named J. Tro. And his, his actual name? name of the actor is Jason Trost. I don't remember him from Sorry. This Is the End. Sorry. I haven't seen it yet. It's really good. Okay. There's a comic called The Private Eye. I yeah. cannot say enough good things about. Digital only. Pay what you want. Everybody should pay a dollar and read this thing. Pay a dollar an issue. It's so cheap. It's so good. You're talking to us? Everybody. Everybody listening. Brian Vaughn and Marcos Martin. I can't do it. Talking about guys who are top form storytellers, Marcos Martin is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. He's so good. The best. You know, some might say seeing is believing, but that's not the case here with you. Download it and read it, man. That's all I'm saying. I'll still never read it. Ridiculous. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> and then. Uh, you don't want to start talking about digital versus no. print? No. Me is purely a case of like out of sight. Out of five million times doesn't exist. We're not talking about this. Why don't, oh, we, dude, why don't we talk about how uh, digital is going to destroy the print market? Is a great versus? Uh, oh no, it's gonna it's gonna. There was an awesome arc of fables where they were in Toyland. Fables. Hence, it's pretty good. I read that one. And then I listened to a lot of podcasts. I seem fun. The Diary of Jen Kirkman is an awesome podcast. I'll agree with that. And it ends two days after this show will be released. Respect to the best show on WFMU. I think we can all say that, right? Yes. Props. Respect. Agree. Okay. I say respect. Yeah, Yeah. I should have just. You should have just went first, and then I could have just said, "Yeah, I agree with all of those things." I thought you guys felt passionate about things. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Parks and Recreation is awesome. Yeah, I like that show too. I don't know. I was probably still playing Saints Row the Third at one point. That game was awesome. This is kind of like being thankful for stuff, right? Now we're having two fourth one. This is now two separate conversations as as Jacob and Smitty talk about a video game. You're gonna spice this up. It's all in separate tracks, right? And I this bleeding into everything, (laughs) and I ramble on about TV shows I liked because people care. Look, this is like giving thanks, but like propping up other things. Oh, also, I read a book this year called Coming Home. G-Man Volume 3. Oh, I thought you were talking about some... So good. So good. So good. P. Diddy wrote a song about it. 
I, I want, if anybody has any access to voting for awards, whether it is the Harveys or the Eisners or whatever else, come on, let's win Chris an award. The Tonys? For that matter, for that. I am going to attempt, I don't exactly know how to do this, to submit this podcast, not this episode, because this one's not, not winning anything, but the show to maybe see if I could win one of those uh, publication about comics or work about comics for an Eisner and see if I could win one of those. So when Eisner voting comes. They don't have like a podcast category. They don't have a podcast category, but there is work, comics-related work. So like websites are up on that, things mm-hmm. like that. So there's a comics-related work. Again, maybe not this episode. What are you talking about? It's concise, focused. Should be yeah. this episode. We, co- right, we cover a lot of, lot of territory. With, we dealt with issues of the day, solved, solved lots of problems. Terrorism. All right, now. A lot of stuff to think about. I have, butter. I have specific things I want to know. I want top threes from you guys of very specific things. Uh, Miracle Man. I didn't know there was going to be so much work. Yeah. Okay. No, this is going to be worth it. I could barely get out a favorite thing this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, come on. No, but this is going to – I'm going to prompt you. This is going to be like a prompt. You see? So we just – where do we read this? I'm going to tell you what they are. Where's the prompter? I'm the prompter. Oh. <laughs> Can't see it from here. Chris, I'm going to tell you what your categories are, and then we'll come back around. Chris, I want to know what your top three laughs are for the year. Top three laughs? Yeah. Top like three top laughs. three things that made me laugh? However you interpret top three laughs. Oh, my God. Smitty, top three sports things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jacob, I want your top three <laughs> annoyances. Whoa. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And and uh, we don't have to go one by one. I'm just saying, like, let's talk about laughs, sports things, and annoyances, and see how we can pull oh, this off. Brother, <laughs> come on. There's got to be you guys. This can't be that hard. Jacob it's and I tailor made for you guys. This this past Saturday. <laughs> Wait, Smitty, you watch sports things? I do. Well, I watch quite a few sports things. There has to be three things sports related that you can point to. Yeah, sure, All sure. Right, so think about them. No, I don't even have to. I can tell you what my my right. number one is. Let's right go. Now. Or do you don't want to go from least least to beast? No, no. I'll just say like the mo- the most impressive thing for me this year as a Met fan was uh, Matt Harvey uh, starting the All Star game. I thought that was fantastic that he was the uh, the best pitcher in the National League for the majority of the season that he pitched. There you go. That's number one on the. That's an sports actual thing. sports opinion. Yeah, that's a sports thing. Yeah. You got number two, or should we go to somebody else? Number two and number three are just the Yankees being horrible, and I hate them. I want to submit to your list the podcast you did with Steven right. where you guys talked about baseball. That was this year, right? Yeah. That was great. Oh, come on. I really enjoyed listening to that. And well, I don't like sports things. No, I know. But, uh, you know, we have that, that weird – I don't even know how it happened but you because know, he lives in North Carolina. But somehow he's a Yankees fan. The Yankees have a farm team down there. Yeah. And I guess that's why. And like his family he, also is originally – half his family is from New York. It's horrible. Horrible. Yankee fan. So we, we exchanged quite a few texts over the course of the baseball season. In fact, we just exchanged a few texts the other day about baseball because uh, there have been some player trades. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Baseball. What is it? That, uh, enthusiasms. Yeah. Enthusiasms. I'm a, I'm a bigger baseball fan than I am of other sports. I do watch football. Right. So do you have a, a – I watch golf. Is there, a best, is there a great sports thing from golf? Oh, man. No, not really. It just helps me fall asleep. Sure. There you go. That could be on your <laughs> no, list. No, no, it's good, yeah. Yeah, you fell asleep to watching golf. Yeah. That's number two. Got number three? No, number two and three were just like the you know my hatred of the Yankees okay. burning in like an eternal flame. Got it. Yeah. All right. 
Jacob, you got something? You think of an annoyance yet? Yeah, because I was not listening to that whole conversation, so I could think of some stuff. I said such nice things about you. I don't know what they were. I'll listen to the tape later. Good. All right. So what do you got? You got something? You yeah. want to go from least to beast or first to worst? I don't think – in, in no particular order. Okay. Um, so a little while ago, there was a mouse living in my stove, I think. Oh, God. So like all day, like in the middle of the night, I'd get wake Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I think you have to add something to your list. <laughs> Yeah, you're being recorded right now. It's when people take <laughs> what cell the? phones. It's my brother. He's like my brother. Yeah, but... Put him on. We're on a <laughs> top ten list. Put him on. Oh my. Wait, is this Dave? Yeah, it's Dave. <laughs> oh. All right, just so everybody knows what just happened. He's already giving me a verbal no. Chris, Chris just <laughs> took a call. I'll catch up with you later. You're hearing the bit of it. He just took a call. Focused. While Jacob is discussing Condensed. annoyances. Yeah. I just found that one on my list. <laughs> I thought it would be a fun way to spice up the show. <laughs> Dave is spicy. Right? That's a spicy yeah. meatball. He's the spiciest of the Jerusalem brothers. Jacob. Yeah. You found the mouse in your stove? He was living in there, and he was making a racket. Like, oh. in the middle of the night, I just hear, like, him clanking around in there. And the only thing I would get him to stop was turning the oven on. Well, sure. And then he'd leave. <laughs> oh, he'd leave? Yeah. Then you turn hey, the oven on, you couldn't how, catch him because he's in the oven. How is he getting in and out of the oven? Through the back somehow. And he could just leave? He could just leave. Wow. Do you ever think about putting the oven on clean where it gets so hot it would just blitz that thing to keep him calm? It doesn't matter. I just turn it on. Once it gets hot, the mouse leaves. He just leaves. Is there a way to turn it on? come back like later, but not after a couple hours after it's cooled down. You got to figure out where that mouse is. I got him. Don't worry. I got him. That's disgusting. How'd you get him? (laughs) How did you inevitably get him? I I refreshed the, the traps. Around the stove with with some fresh peanut butter, uh, he couldn't resist. Oh, that's where all the peanut butter is going. Yeah. Was this before or after we ate lasagna in your apartment? This is after. Okay. You mean that delicious? You, did you feed them this, is when it, this is when it just started getting cold and the mice started coming in. Did you give him natural peanut butter or, or the the sugared up stuff? Sugared up stuff. No wonder you caught him. He wouldn't have come near that natural <laughs> junk. <laughs> All right, so rat in the oven. It was not a rat. It was a mouse. A mouse, well, whatever. You, that's yeah. not the only animal-based annoyance you had. Didn't you have pigeons on your windowsill? Oh, my God. Those pigeons nailed it. <laughs> and, and, and you had a third so, uh, animal in So when I put, you know, when I put <laughs> out a, a, an air conditioner in the summer, it just gets covered in pigeon dew. Yeah. And I can't figure out a way to solve it because they nest in the, uh, in the air conditioner above me. Yeah, it's like baby pigeons, right? I know what to do. What? You put a little umbrella over your air conditioner. I don't have a no. It's you impossible. could get a little umbrella. Why don't you go in no. and with the, the mouse? And get the a mouse on board. Cook a few yeah. pigeons. <laughs> a little umbrella. Get a little umbrella. One time, I devised this like shelf. I found like the bottom of a drawer, and I kind of wedged it in the top of my window to create like a little shelf. But then that just gets covered in poop and attracts bugs. Ugh. Gross. Third annoyance. Speaking I of think I, I have so many I'm thinking of for you. <laughs> I don't want to call anybody out. Oh, maybe, I've probably maybe, got more. Maybe he doesn't want to talk about the one <laughs> you're thinking of. There was that, you. that ring-tailed lemur that was in his bedroom. <laughs> I was going to talk about I had, some, I had uh, some loud neighbors for a little while. That's right. What were they, what were they watching? Uh, for one, one night, they were just, I think it was just the menu music from the Grease DVD because it was just the first like minute of <laughs> You're the One That I Love. For you're the, the like, over, you're the one that I want. You're the one that I want over and over. No, if you heard it all day, <laughs> sorry, just, I'm all worked up now. Yeah, you are because <laughs> is that for like an hour and a half at like three in the morning. Now you know why I asked you for the annoyances, right? Because what I'm pretty easy going. Yeah, you're like unflappable, so I wanted to know what 
got under your craw. Here it is. All stuff that I have to live with all constantly. Yeah. yeah. What flaps the unflappable? What flaps the unflappable? The unflappable Jacob Shabbat. But fortunately, also, that stopped after a little while, and now it's no problem. Now you're good to go. Your gra- your gravy it's, on potatoes. So I guess got to solve this pigeon problem next summer. If anyone has any advice on how to take care of pigeons, again, this is where a phone line. I put out in real hand. I put out a fake owl. That doesn't seem to work. Tweet at <laughs> Jacob R. Shabbat. Yeah, tweet. send you're, me your pigeons. You're not even on Twitter. I yes. am. I just don't tweet. How what fake is? is the fake owl? It's yeah. pretty fake. He's got a he's got a solar panel on his head that makes it spin like a top. Like Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Like Bubo. oh, huh. he spins like a his head spins his or head the whole spins. thing spins. His head spins. Do his wings ever extend? No. Like Clash of the Titans. Yeah. I was I was trying to research if I could just like play some sort of supersonic signal that would just drive them away, but apparently I couldn't find the information. They love online. that stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's why they're there. If I can get some sort of animal urine, I could spray around my window, oh, maybe. God. You know a mouse? I'm never coming over again. <laughs> Rats, animal urine. He just said other annoyances. He was just suggesting it as a possibility. This is not something this would that be he's outside. encountered. It wouldn't be inside. Yeah, exactly. It's like just I'm never going outside of too your late. Greg's not, not coming over. It's not even a place you can go. It's like not. It's not. If it was on the fire escape, yeah. I could probably install some sort of. All right. Remember that time my on. brother called? <laughs> yeah. Chris, what are your three laughs? Well, the first one I uh, immediately jumped to mind was this past Saturday. Jacob and I were signing, sketching at Grasshopper's Comics holiday party, and we had our, both had our heads down. We're drawing. And I kept hearing this girl laughing, <laughs> and like, you know, first time I heard it, I was like, that's not. Uh, heard it again and I was like oh that sounds really familiar I heard it a third time and I, and I say to Jacob I go is that Catherine Tutron's laugh and he said yeah sounds like it and I was like yeah it does but it was Catherine Tutron Catherine Tutron is a, is a friend of ours she was an intern when Smitty and I were interns way back when at Marvel Comics that is true and the only reason I'm not laughing is because I knew the ending of that story oh, you knew? I, just, I just spoke to Catherine oh, a right. couple days ago um Spoiler alert. Yeah, it really. But then, oh, so I guess you guys laughed when you saw Catherine? Oh, it was just, it was funny to me because I was like, wow, she sounds a lot like Cat. Like, that's a really unmistakable, like, that sounds just like her. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jacob, doesn't that sound just like Catherine? Yeah, it does. I got to get back out there to that grasshopper store. I only went once, and it was like, I had to, I had something, so I had somewhere to be that night with my brother. That was the time I wasn't there. Oh, okay, right. I've never gone, and I would have gone, except I was too busy winning honorable mention right. for cookie baking. Anyway, I thought it was going to be like a day thing, and then like you know, I would do that and then hang out with my brother that night, and it turned out this whole signing is like a night thing. It didn't start till like 8 o'clock at night, and I, it was just poor planning on my part. Sorry, everybody. That's, hey, you're forgiven. Hey. This is the season. Thankfully, yeah. Chris, second and third laughs. Um, you already mentioned earlier the movie This is the End. I did mention that movie. I, I laughed a lot during that movie. Starring Jatro. So much so, I went and saw it a second time. Wow. Is, there, is there a specific laugh that you can point to? No. I think he's saying his favorite laugh in that movie is his own laugh. See, there was one that you pointed out to me after you'd seen it the second time. I don't remember what that was. So it's I think they're digging. There's not going to be too many. They're digging, and Danny McBride started to talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, Danny McBride. Is uh, is funny. I don't want to say the. Should I say the, the line? Thing? Like, see what the line was. Yeah. He's like, the movie's been out, man. 
Danny McBride's walking away in anger. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And somebody so he, says, he, "Hey, he, man, he, don't he, walk he, away." He and Danny McBride says, "He says, it's too late, Jonah. I've already walked away too much." <laughs> <laughs> but it might not have been Jonah. He might have been talking to Jay. It might or, have been Jay. Yes. Maybe. Hey, reason to see the movie. Is yeah. it Jonah or Jay? Tweet know. at Chris <laughs> underscore Jeruso. I've already walked away too much. Third laugh. Third laugh. I have been working my way through the sitcom television series. What's happening? What's happening IT now? crowd. Okay. British. And full of lots of laughs. I recommend it. The people listening to your podcast are likely to already know about it because uh-huh. they're... You could have mentioned that in the best thing you've taken and consumed <laughs> portion of this conversation. There's one episode of Drunk History where I literally fell off oh, the couch. That show's amazing. Laughing. It was the... It was the they're talking about Lincoln. It was ape arms. His ape arms. <laughs> He's like an ape with his arms. It just keeps going and going. Anyway, it's really funny. That show's amazing. Yeah. Drunk History is amazing. You told me about that show. Oh, so good. Everybody should watch that. That's great. All right. Last bit of business before we talk about what's coming up in the year. Saw ahead. Jen Kirkman live. You, you yeah. mentioned her podcast earlier. We saw her live. That saw was funny. Twice. Laughed. Yes. So another thing that happens every year is they add words to the dictionary. Like this is like a big, you know, they do that. It's like, oh, new words in the Oxford English Dictionary. Mm-hmm. New words. It's a living yes. language. Yeah. And like, you know, words of the year, whatever. I want to know, do you guys have any words or phrases of the year? I've got three. You know, you could have told us this ahead or of time. Or do you want to guess what my three words are? You got are. to prepare, and you come to the table with your three. You're looking yeah, at yeah. us like we're dumb because we don't have you three guess. words. It's like, hey, what's the best mathematical problem you solved this year? Here's mine. Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pythagorean theorem. You Actually, solved it yourself? Yeah. yeah. Four, is one of them yeah. forfeiture? A squared plus B squared equals C yeah, squared. Yeah, you didn't solve that. That's just a formula it's that we all knew. One of your favorite knew. words, forfeiture. Jacob says forfeiture. It is not, but that's a fine word. That mm. should be one of Chris's words of the year. You're rejecting it as a word for <laughs> Jacob, but you're saying no. I'm just we're making conversation. But it's a real word. Yeah. So it can be a real word, not a new word for. Yeah, to just go like into the dictionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying, your like, personal what's... top three words of 2013. <laughs> three Number words. One. Wait, words the top or, top words three words phrases. you don't know about. Words or phrases. Forfeiture. Yeah. <laughs> What's, well, since you're the only one that has them prepared, right, how about yeah. you start? Because well, mine are hilarious. I'm gonna, I feel like I'll they predict, should close out. <laughs> like, I'll if I predict, start with mine. I'll predict your three phrases of the year. All right, we'll do it this way then. Go ahead. Get her done. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? And forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not far. Okay. You're not off. It's none of those. Okay. I didn't even give you my third one. Drop it like it's hot. That is good. That is a yeah. good one, but it is not bad. Any other? You guys hang out with me. You should know these yeah. are common is, phrases. Is the is the one is one of the phrases? This is just one of them. Yolo Gingham style. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got one. I got one. That's you two only, separate ones. I know. I know. I'm gonna predict one of them is you only Yolo once. <laughs> no, but that yeah. is good. That's that's cousin. Mike's that's cousin phrase. Mike's. No, the, the one of them is Yolo, which I started saying as a joke, but now I actually say it too much. The other one. What's an instance in which you say Yolo? Like, are you at the, the deli? And, like, you know. It's like, how are my tires? And you're like, oh, you're low. <laughs> like, you know, the guy's like, you want you want pepper on this? And you're like, YOLO. Yeah. And that's that's like an, an actual transaction you're having? <laughs> sure. Wow. I was at a rest. Where was I? I was at a restaurant. I think we were in North Carolina. And I think the guy's like, do you want fries? Do you want this? And I go, you know what? 
YOLO, I'll take them. Something like that. Something wow. idiotic. Gangnam Style, I love describing things as Gangnam Style. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Especially because it's like a year and a half too late. Yeah. And the new hot phrase that I think is really going to take the world by storm. In Number one. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> oh, that is good, yeah. That's good. That's going to be big. Hold on for that one, guys. Yeah. Show me the money. So speaking of 2014, we may not do another one of these ever again, but we probably will in May <laughs> or June. Because people liked it. That's why we're doing this again, maybe by the we way. Should, maybe we should do another one tomorrow, and in that case. might turn out better than today's one. No, this is good. No. What do you mean, no? We've already no. got – there's already, like – look. if you look at the message board, there's already – Yeah. All right. Two suicides. We're trying to be very positive about everything except Lord of the Rings. Before we get to the last segment, right? what's been the worst part of this show? That phone call. Can't believe we yeah. couldn't get oh, Dave. Oh, the one I edited out? Yeah. Can't believe we couldn't get Dave on yeah. the line. Yeah, I couldn't that, edit that. I had oh, that pressing, call. I had some pressing Karnov questions for him. I'll never get the answers now. Karnov. Karnov. He's fire. Video game. He's a fat guy with yeah. no hair. I'm thinking of Karnak. For those who don't know Chris's brother Dave G. Russo, he is uh, he is an arcade aficionado, a video game maven, video very game guru. I would have gone guru. Very knowledgeable on the subject of video gaming. Would you say he is a wizard, a game wizard? Yes, like Fred Savage. Yeah, I had a game wizard belt buckle. Where's that? I'm trying to locate it. Uh, I, I was the game champion for a year, and yeah. I didn't see that belt. Real inside baseball stuff. Oh yeah. Chris, I'm no longer the game champion. What's been the champion. worst part of this show? Uh, the, the the opening part where I talked about what I've been up to. <laughs> I think you'll agree. That was the sound of me uh, hitting my clipboard that's in front of me in, in hilarious response. Uh, Jacob, worst part of the show so far. I told you that call in the middle oh, of me talking about yeah. all the <laughs> worst part of the show so far. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I think it's been all it's all been great. I know you're the one that said. Oh, no, no, I was just doing this. that. I was just doing that to rile up the crowd. I think the opening was the worst part of the show. That's on me. That's all on me. You're the one who's guiding us on this journey yeah. into our brains. No wonder it went off the rail so many times. Seriously. All right, what's coming up between now and June of 2014 that you want to well, plug? Plug. <laughs> yeah. Plug. A little thing called Christmas. Yeah. Sure. Merry Christmas. I'm putting, sorry, it on. I'm putting it on. Feliz Navidad. Uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year's. Um, it's Happy New Year, right? It's not plural. You don't say Happy New Year's. It's like New Year's Eve. It's like possessive. So like when you say it, it's like... So it's like, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? They're just dropping the Eve. Dropping the Eve. Eve. But yeah. it's possessive. It's but like dropping that say, Eve like it's hot. But then uh. you say Happy New Year. Right. But if you're YOLO, you say Happy New Year's. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's not true. You only live once. You know, it may only be the one year. Just someone who just puts S's on the end of everything. That's a thing you could like, do. Yeah. yeah. Like New Year's. Trapezes. Sure. Like our friend Julio. Yeah. G. Russo's. It's true. Yeah. Spaghetti. Chris, what's coming up? Chris, what you got? G- Chris Giruso's <laughs> is always eating spaghettis. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be at the Emerald City Comic Con. I don't think that's been officially announced on their site, but I'm going to be there. Boom. Exclusive. Yeah. Hey, good luck. Yeah, I might do a. I might bring back the game panel that we were all on. 
I'll plug that. Well, that'll be fun. That makes me want to go to challenge the same convention. Mm. Yeah, Challenge of the Super Friends. AcmeCast released the audio of it. I don't know if you guys heard it. You've convinced no. me. Yeah, they released the audio of the game panel. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Chris is going. I've never been. I probably won't go. Seattle's awesome. I know. I would like to get there eventually. But Really uh, good donuts. Real good donuts. I agree with that. Jacob knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Hey, I draw... Tales from the Con for EmeraldCityComicCon.com, so I might as well go to Emerald City Comic Con. What's going oh. on with those dudes in their crazy band? Is there anything new going on there? I think they have a new... They're always working on something. All right. We're not plugging them. We're plugging us. Well, since he already mentioned that crazy band, we should at least refer to it by name. Kirby it's Kirby Crackle. Crackle. Yeah. Oh, correct, yes. KirbyCrackle.com. Chris, what do you got coming up in 2014? I'm going to Emerald City Comic Con in March. I'm going to various other comic conventions throughout the year, and that's all I have. Where do where, where, you go to ChrisGComics.com? Go to ChrisGComics.com. You got more G-Man coming this year? Events. Huh? More G-Man this year? What's up? Um, I don't know. You know, it's it's hard because it takes a long time to do a book. That's what she said. And it takes <laughs> a lot longer when... He's always talking about making books. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How hard it is. Book. Yeah. I would eventually like to have a fourth G-Man book. That's something I always work on. That's my favorite sixth, thing to do. What about a sixth But G-Man I make book? zero money doing it, and everybody tells me I should quit. Except everybody. for I don't think I've ever told you once to quit. Okay. Never told uh, you to aside quit. from you guys. No. You should quit. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. go. For the record. You know, I never really thought about it. Yeah, quit. Sorry. I'm taking. Smitty, what do you have coming I'm just up? I'm gonna drop the mic, but I don't want to damage. What do you want to? What do you want to plug or promote or talk about? Uh, let's see. I got a bunch of stuff coming out uh, this this upcoming year. Uh, hopefully, the stuff of Legend will conclude in 2014. We'll have the third volume out um, to complete the three omnibus set. I'm very excited about that being over because we've been working on it for a very long time, and sure. uh, it's kind of like the ending has always been. You're yawning. You're yawning during my story. <laughs> You. Who's yawning? Dude, everybody listening to this right now, which was probably just me, <laughs> remind I yourself. I was not yawning. Remind yourself, nope. Smitty, that Greg yawned. Well, it was pretty late. It's like it's like 2 in the morning. I yeah. was not yawning even once. Anywho, we, we wrote the, the story for the Stuff of Legend with the ending in mind from the very beginning. So the fact that we're actually going to get there and be able to tell that ending, I'm very excited about now, my that. My understanding of yawning. What's the ending? Hold on. Oh, you want to know? Yeah. No, I can't tell you. Uh, spoiler alert. The turkey's not from Thanksgiving. Nothing? That was a callback, guys, to his thing about t- turkey. Oh, wow. like your yawning is related to his no. turkey? Listen. Sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches. Trip now, to fame. Cashew butter? I want to talk about yawning for a second. Okay, go ahead. It is my understanding that yawning is actually not a result of boredom or being tired. It's a result of your body not having enough oxygen. You yawn to take in more oxygen. So I that was goes so every single cartoon I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, in a cartoon you can put your no- <laughs> finger up to your nose and stop a sneeze. Yeah, that works. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, you know uh, the thing about yawning is that it's contagious. <laughs> Ten things you didn't know about yawning. Yeah. Yep. Point is, I was so enthralled by what you were saying that I was barely breathing. Your body needed to take in more oxygen. Yeah. Because. Your blood pressure just skyrocketed. No, I just wasn't breathing. I was just like staring at you, listening to you talk about the last chapters of Stuff Uh, of Legend. Try this. Go to work. Uh, The next time you go to work, uh, walk into the office. And uh, when you're confident that, uh, you know, a lot of people are looking your way, just 
throw a yawn out there and see how many other people yawn in response. And then it's a fun game. Helps the time pass. I like the, the dead silence after that. And then those are the people that That was all of us yawning. Like, no, that's what? everybody mentally making notes. Yeah, that's a great idea. I can't no, we're wait all to yawning. try this. They're all yawning. Like, but the, so in your office, like these people that yawn in back, they're cool. And everybody else, like, you know, is jerks. It, yeah, it's like it's science. You know who yeah. you can know it's who science to trust. that you yeah. can do at home. Like you or who your real office. friends are, are the right. ones that yawn. Try this next time you're on the subway. <laughs> just uh, you know, just give a yawn, your biggest, widest yawn you can, and then look around and see. Yes, question, Greg. Uh, what about all these people that are listening in Ohio that don't have a subway? Oh um, yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, Jacob, what do you have to plug? You just them? lost the whole audience there. Besides Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's yeah, Day. Uh, how about, how about the I got forget everything Jacob up. says? Jacob's got Valentine's Day coming up. He's got Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah, that's coming right up. Uh-huh. Right around right. the corner. Hubba, summertime. Hubba. President's Day. Some, some summertime. Oh, something else that I could plug. Uh, me and Mike Labor Rachel Day. worked on something else together. A new can you thing. announce it? I think so. Exclusive. I've already well, no, put away all my I white clothes. Exclusive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're of Labor we're Day. reuniting on something that we're writing together, and I'm drawing it. All right. Nice. I'm hoping to get something done by this summer. That's all I'll say about that. If I Dude, get it with done. This, with your internet wink? connection, I don't know if that's possible. I'll see. We'll see. Is it your bikini body? Oh. Of course it is. <laughs> by the summer, I want to get the buff bikini body, short shorts, <laughs> so that when I go to the beach, I can dress to impress. Oh, and Jen Grunwald wants me to do more basics. So I'm going to do – I told her I'd have some more basics this year. That's your New Year's revolution? That's my New Year's restitution. Is that Dave calling again? Oh, don't even answer that. Yeah, come on. Not a phone call. Don't even answer that Not phone. Not a phone call. Unless you can patch it through. People Not want a in. phone call. Everybody relax. Is that Schnippers? Not Schnippers. It's our fifth who's joining us for dinner, letting me know that he's arrived. At oh, we got to start over and get him in on, on this, right? Nope. He's the mystery fifth. Nobody will know who he is. Is this a classic, like, you're about to fall asleep in mid-sentence, Gio Russo moment? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on now. YOLO. Drop it like it's YOLO. Well, if you guys hadn't been yawning so much, I wouldn't have gotten so yeah, tired. it really is contagious. Everybody in my office is crazy <laughs> yawning. They're yawning Gangnam style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's close it out, guys. Oh, we just spiraled it. Holiday there. dinner. Yeah. We ready? Yes. We're going to put our hands in the middle and be like, go team. Yeah, we just did it. Go team. <laughs> that was my wiener. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it just went there. <laughs> Thanks for coming over, you guys. Yolo once. <laughs> I like peanut butter. Give me peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter to And another one gets wrapped up. Another group session. Uh, hope you enjoyed that one. I did that again because it got such a... It really did get a, a great response the first time we did it last May. So this might become a semi-annual event where me and the guys get together and talk nonsense for as long as we're going to talk nonsense. A little bit of comics talk in there. Probably less than 50%. But what are you going to do? That's how we talk. It really is. It really is how we talk. 
But yeah, let me know how how we did. If it was still entertaining. You can email me. Stuff said at gmail.com or go to the website. Stuff Ooh. Go to the website, stuffsaidshow.com, where I put up show notes, I put up all kinds of stuff. This episode has a ton of show notes, links, videos, photos, all kinds of stupidity referencing back to all the stuff that we talked about, well, all the stuff we said. Uh, But also at the site, you can leave comments under the episodes, and I read those comments and I respond to those comments. So, yeah, you can email me. You can do that. I'm also on Twitter, at Stuff Said Show. All the other guys are on Twitter. Go to the show notes, and you can see their Twitter handles and their websites and that kind of a thing. And if you want more of the four of us, plus some other people, uh, I put up a link on the show notes to the panel we did at Comic Book City Con, courtesy of Acme Cast and the Acme Wave Projector, which, boom, segue is one of the places this show is available. So it's available at the website, stuffsaidshow.com. It's available at acmewaveprojector.com. It's available on iTunes, where I encourage you to rate it highly, five stars, how about that? And leave a little review, write a little something. Even if it's as, as, simple, as, uh, as, simple, as simple as love it, or like it a lot, or actually, this could be funny. Rate it five stars, and then as a, as a comment, just write five stars. That works, right? Um, other than that, the theme song for the show is courtesy of Craig Chin. You can find out more about him at rudeanagrams.com. And for more about me, Greg Shegel, check out hatterentertainment.com, H-A-T-T-E-R, entertainment.com. Is that everything? I think that's everything. That's about all the stuff I have left to say. See you next time. La, 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 la.